Okay, I mean, Sakina, the cost has run into hundreds of billions of rands if you tally up the cost across the bond markets as well as the equity markets. Uh, but I think the cost goes beyond that. I think the cost is one of reputational damage here, simply because, you know, now with the president doing yet another about-face, about-turn on this, uh, it signals that, you know, potentially he hadn't given the original decision due consideration. And so I think that notwithstanding the nice correction that we've had in the rand subsequent to this latest announcement, uh, that some degree of reputational damage has still been done to provide some sort of context. If we have a look at the, the dollar rand, which I guess is probably at now our best indicator given the fact that other markets haven't opened just yet, uh, if we have a look at that, it's pulled back to around the 1520-odd mark. But that, that's more or less the level that the market had gotten to on the initial announcement that Minister Nene had actually gotten fired. So I would certainly expect some calm to return to markets. Minister Gordon is known by financial markets. He is well-respected. Uh, he is viewed as a competent technocrat who will probably be able to, to continue with some semblance of continuity at National Treasury. Uh, but the questions that will continue to be raised will be, you know, uh, why was due consideration not given? I think in that international investors were looking for some sort of reason to sell off an emerging market like South Africa. And potentially this will continue to have left a bit of a bad taste in their mouths, uh, which may continue to be a bit of an overhang insofar as sentiment is concerned. So what is it that would make the international markets think that due consideration was not given in the appointment of David Van Royen? Uh, well, I mean, it, it, it's, it's very... And let's call it, it's, uh, it's irregular for a finance minister. I mean, South Africa now, uh, in, uh, incidentally, holds the record, I would guess, for the shortest-serving finance minister as well as the longest-serving finance minister. Trevor Manuel was the longest-serving finance minister. David van Royen not even serving uh, a full three days in office before being removed. Uh, this kind of uncertainty is something that international investors get quite worried about. I mean, in most instances, they're not concerned around, uh, you know, the level of the rand over a long period of time, but they are concerned around around the volatility. And this kind of volatility erodes investor confidence. It erodes business confidence. I mean, let's, let's be quite honest here. We've got listeners here that own businesses out there in the real economy. Uh, and it's very difficult to be planning. Let's assume you're an importer. You're costing your goods at, let's say, 14 rand. And within the span of a few weeks, it goes from 14 to above 16. That's not the kind of environment that is conducive to sound decision-making in business, in the private sector, uh, and for small business specifically, which remains a very large employer in this in this. Uh, in this economy. Um, I think that the fact that the president has done an about turn in some respects is positive. It means that he has listened to an outcry in financial markets as well as from civil society that was very loud. But by the same token, as I mentioned to you, the markets can ill afford uncertainty in this kind of volatility, certainly not at the time when international sentiment remains quite poor towards emerging markets as a whole and as the U.S. Federal Reserve is set to hike interest rates later this week. So the president has gone back to uh, trying and trusted in Praveen Gordon. But why was uh, the deputy minister, um, ABC Jonas, once again overlooked? What does this say about, you know, a succession plan, if any, but also the role that deputy ministers play? Yeah, I think that, that that opacity in decision-making that we're seeing from the political core is quite concerning. Remember, when the private sector, and certainly the international investor community, looks in, uh, they only get a semblance in terms of what the policy intent or policy implementation from the ruling party looks like when they see these kinds of decisions. They're not insiders. They don't know what decisions are being made behind the scenes. Uh, and one could argue the same thing in saying, why redeploy Minister Nene in the first place? Uh, you know, either you believe this whole... Uh, 
this this whole uh, hypothesis effectively that he was earmarked for a role at the BRICS Bank. But then one would argue, why was the deputy minister overlooked in the first instance? Uh, why, when we have a very deep and competent talent pool at National Treasury, not just the deputy minister, but we've got several directors general that are all well respected, that are all well qualified. Why were all of those people overlooked, uh, relevant uh, or relative outsider brought into the mix, then removed from the mix only to bring back someone who was previously at the ministry? So, you know, unfortunately, I, I can't fathom, uh, you know, the, the intent behind some of these political decisions. And that, I guess, just, just lends itself to more uncertainty in terms of the markets that look in but don't have the same line of sight as party and political insiders. Mohammed, do you think that there would be any lingering economic repercussions from this? I think so. I mean, right now, like I say, on the shorter term, we're likely going to see a nice correction. But a correction is a very relative word. When we've moved from around the 14 rand odd mark to above 16, uh, you know, if we get a correction from 16 down to 14 and a half again, unfortunately to me, it looks as though we've actually established a higher, a weaker trading range on the rand. And I would expect some of that weakness, some of that unease to persist at least until the main budget in February. That will be your main event risk that comes through. But for now, Potentially, I think we may actually see some nerves calmed around the prospects for a ratings downgrade or a further ratings downgrade on any adverse development. I think that risk has maybe shifted off the table, but the eyes will now firmly be on the main budget. And can Minister Gordon maintain what has historically been quite a hard-nosed, quite a tough position on fiscal prudence historically? That's what his track record suggests. The market, however, is going to wait to actually see some delivery on that.